Welcome to The Daily Sales Show, hosted by Sell Better. Welcome into the room, double wave right this way. Come on in, front row. We've got a special show for you here today. I am joined by the one and only fantastic GB Gabrielle Blackwell. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. As always, such a pleasure. Uh, If you are new here, we do this every single day. We are here at sellbetter.xyz, or you can scan the QR code on your screen to see all of our fantastic upcoming shows. But today, it's a treat. We've got live mock cold calls from two fantastic reps who are going to be calling in to me and getting fantastic feedback from GB. Are you ready? Fantastic. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot of pressure. No pressure, but it's a lot of pressure. Um, while we are going to talk through really quick what to expect here, I would love to see who we have in the room. So if you don't mind, really quick, just letting us know who you are, who's tuning in. If you want to change your chat settings while you're at it to everyone, there's like a little blue bubble at the bottom that says hosts and panelists in your chat. If you swap that on over to everyone so we can all see what you got to say, that would be great. Um, But today we're going to talk about cold calls. Obviously, we're going to do two mock calls with reps who have graciously volunteered. So shout out to them in advance. Um, And then... GB, I think we'll start off and get some of your like main tips, if you don't mind, before we jump in and then um, we can just get to it. When you are thinking about cold calls, well, first off, let's see who's in the room. Mm. A lot of SDRs. I love it. Love it. Okay. Wonderful. When we're thinking about cold calls, I asked you ahead of time what's your top three things to remember to think about when we're getting in that headspace run us through what we're looking at okay so i'm gonna go one by one here so uh being mentally ready and prepared getting to a flow setting your parameters here's what i mean by this for being mentally ready and prepared the way i think about it is like all right i've got i'm like settled in my seat or if i'm standing up I am maybe I've gone through my pump up music. I have my little mantra. So for me, one of the things that I always like to say right before I got into calls was like, everybody wants to talk to me. (laughs) So I'm like, everybody wants to talk to me. I'm going to make their day like everybody wants to take a meeting with me. So whether or not it was going to happen, like didn't matter. But that was the mindset that I kind of came in with. And also, um. I don't know, it, just, it helped me get into the right energy in the right headspace so that when I'm calling folks, I'm also transferring that like enthusiastic, want to talk kind of energy to the prospect. Secondly, for getting into a flow, um, I think one of the best ways to maximize your calling time is to help yourself, like, how to say, have the easiest time as possible. But what I think of what a flow means, it's all right, maybe for me to get into a flow state, it means that I already know exactly who I'm going to be calling for the next 30 minutes. So that could be having my list ready, set, go. And I have 30 prospects and I just know all I have to do is work through this list. A flow can also mean drilling down a little bit more and thinking about, hey, within this list of people that I'm going to be calling, I'm, I want to have a very similar talk track. So I'm not spending a bunch of mental energy going from one thing to the next. So I just want to stay focused on that. 
And then when I think about parameters, that third part of it is uh, these are just rules that I had for myself. Like I can remember uh, early on in my SDR days, like first time cold calling ever. And what I would catch myself doing is the conversation would get to a point. I didn't know what to do. So I'd go, okay, Leslie, bye. And I would hang up the phone. (laughs) And so like I can remember where I was like walking down the hallway in the office being like, if I let people, if I'm the one who hangs up the phone first, I'm never going to be as successful at cold calls as I possibly can be. So one of the rules that I had for myself was I'm never going to be the first person to hang up unless I know this person is disqualified. So what that required of me is to like just be comfortable with the discomfort. It also meant I needed to think about what other questions I could be asking. I also mean meant that like I could be a little bit smarter as well. Like I'm giving myself a little bit more time. I don't have to rush to book a meeting. And so within that, I could ease into the conversation a little bit more, be much more active in my listening. Um, and also there's some fun tips and tricks that you can do, like if you are able to play with time in your cold calls too. But for me, the parameters were, I'm never going to be the person who hangs up the phone first unless they're disqualified. So those are a few kind of tips that I have going into cold calls. Uh, love it. Love it. Um, talk to me really quick before we jump into our first caller. Actually, I'm curious. Let's ask everyone. Um, do you subscribe to like setting a goal before either a call block or each individual call? Do you? I mean, let's ask everybody. Yes, all the time. Sometimes no. Just pick up the phone and dial. What are you guys up to? GB, what's your thought here? Yes. The answer is always yes. Um, I've got goals for myself for like my calling block. So I, or I call them objectives. So for example, if I'm like, all right, I know I'm going to be calling for one hour. I want to have an objective of, I want to book one meeting. If I don't book one meeting, then I want to have five conversations. If I don't have five conversations, I'm making 30 calls, right? So, and a lot of that is based off of the math that gets me one meeting. Um, but the other goals that I have, uh, or the other ways that I can win at call, like cold calls is um, for every conversation, uh, I want to walk away with something. And booking a meeting is only one way of walking away with something. There's so many other opportunities to be successful in a cold call. So for one, I'm like, okay, just having a conversation, someone picked up the phone and I know it's the right person, it's the right number, that's a win. Getting insights, intel, uh, getting a referral, for example. Um, but one of my favorite ones is like actually just making somebody's day. You might be the only person that day, that week even, who calls someone Uh, and is sincerely and genuinely interested in what their day-to-day looks like and how you can make it better for them. Like you might be the only person that day or that week who demonstrates that to another person. So like, I'm like, all right, if I can like make somebody's day, maybe crack a joke and they can giggle, even if I don't get anything else, that's a win as well. Huge, huge. Yeah. I mean, like the micro goals I think are so important and I think so often we get caught up in the outcomes and we think about that and that really weighs on us as salespeople. That's like a whole other mental health conversation. Um, but beautiful. Loved it. Loved that answer. We are going to dive in. We're going to have our first caller. Alan, get yourself ready. But before we have Alan come on, I just want to remind everyone, there will be um, no sassy nastiness tolerated in the chat. So keep it kind. Keep it constructive. Keep it positive for everybody. Or um, I'm going to have my Zoom bouncers kind of thing. It's a thing now. We'll get bounced. Or you'll get trolled back, one of the two. And I'm like a master troll. 
Like I heard in life. Uh, I don't have another caller, Richmond. He's he's been on the receiving end of it. Uh, he can tell you. <laughs> uh, no, I'm a big boy as well. So you know, you guys can say what you like. I, I'm I'm thick skinned. We're good. Don't start nothing. You can't finish. Okay? <laughs> so Alan joined us. Everyone in the chat, give us like some big. Um, give us your favorite emoji to welcome Alan into the room. He's our wonderful first caller. He has been in SDR for five months, previously in IT consulting and uh, I mean like cool nightlife ownership. I just really cool story. Um, but currently selling in the L&D market, crushing it by showing up here today. We're already winning. You're already winning. Um, you're going to call into me. I'm going to play your sales enablement director here at Company Sell Better. And any other parameters we need to set before we just dive right in? No, if you want to be as mean as you like, that'd be quite fun. Listen, I've been known for my meanness. <laughs> I'm going to work on it, okay? You can't even say it seriously with your pink phone. Get out of I'm, here. I'm working on it, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm ready when you are. Cool. Um, ring. Ring, ring. Hey, Leslie. Oh. Hello. I realize I've called out of the blue. My name's Alan from Alchemist. Um, if you can give me a few moments to explain why I've specifically chosen to call you, or you can hang up if it's boring or relevant after the 30 seconds. How does that sound? <laughs> Sounds good. I'll uh, I'll give you a few seconds at least. Let's up. Thanks. Thanks, Leslie. So I work with a lot of sales enablement um, leaders and directors, and, and one of the big challenges that they um, tell me about is that their frontline managers aren't actually coaching their sales reps. And that's either down to, you've probably heard the excuses, I don't have time, or they're even bored by the repetitive nature of kind of role plays and things like that. And that has a massive effect on the reps themselves. So they don't have the confidence to have conversations like me and you are having. They don't go into the decision makers or the exec suite so that their deal size is if they're getting deals, they're not as big as they could be. The deal length is taking far too long. And some of them aren't making deals at all. And this results in them being on pips, you know, having a terrible working environment. And then you as a company having that massive churn of having to rehire people after you're firing them or they're leaving. But you're going to tell me, Leslie, that's not a problem for you at Sell Better, right? Oh, no, this all sounds really familiar. But listen, like, I mean, we're coming into the holidays. There's a lot going on. End of the year. I've got a lot of things on my plate. So this all sounds great. And it's all definitely things that are very familiar story to me. But right now, I just can't put any attention towards it. That, I completely appreciate that. And I understand that I've had my kind of um, 30 seconds or so. But have you got a few more moments that I can just go into a little bit more detail for perhaps when we speak later in the year when it's a bit more convenient I've got a bit more of a story to kind of come back with uh yeah I got I got like maybe 20 more seconds perfect so if out of those things I mentioned which is the biggest challenge that you're facing right now with your um frontline managers um I hear that they don't have the time and I think uh biggest challenge to the business is that the reps don't feel like they're improving and so they either go somewhere else or they're doing the same thing over and over again. Okay, so just with regards to the managers telling you they don't have time, do you believe that should be true or is it an excuse? Uh, yeah, they, they got a lot. They probably have too many reps on their team, but that's just the way it is right now. Okay, okay. And if you could 
improve the reps and tell the managers, give them the time that they had to do the coaching that you needed to improve the reps, what impact do you think that would have on, you know, you guys that sell better? Uh, yeah, I mean, rising tide lifts all boats. I think it would be great. Again, like I just, I don't think that right now is the right time for us in terms of like adding another project to the plate. But hey, call me back in like February. Um, Okay, I appreciate that it's not the um, right time right now. Um, have you got? Have you still got a few more seconds for me? Just to I've go gotta to go. The- but hey, thanks so much. You have a great day. Uh, I hope I get to talk to you soon. Bye. Ooh, Leslie. I know that was me being mean. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Alan, let's like first off, let's do our. Is this the thing still? Do we round of applause? That's funny, right? Yes. Yes, we do. Okay. Always so hard. Alan, tell me you first. Like, give us what's your thoughts and feelings. You suck. I get that a lot. <laughs> get that a lot. No, it was, um, yeah, I liked it. You were hard like I asked. Um, it's one of the things I've got to work on is getting more out of people when they're being very kind of, this is how it is. You know, it's it's tough to kind of push someone that doesn't want to be on the phone, really. You know, you can't put a gun to their head. So, yeah, but it was good. Feel good. Good. GB, let's hear a, a couple points for Alan here. All right, cool. So I am, like, trying to, like, not pay attention to the chat. And I think some of the chat stuff is going to be what I shared as well. Um, I So I... Uh, one One part of me, like, wonders, like, when you're when you're your opener very specifically right like you've got a permission-based one and then you've got like hey like here are the challenges and then you ask the question like oh hey like you're gonna tell me it's not a problem right can you just like walk me through what's your thinking like what are you what are you trying to accomplish with the permission-based opener and the challenge statement and the question that you're asking to launch the conversation so people are busy so the permission-based opener is to get that initial 30 seconds so if they hang up they're incredibly rude, right? So that's on them. So that kind of gives me that 30 seconds. And then I want to try and make them feel the pains, you know, kind of describe their world to them so that they know that I understand. Yeah. And then it's just at the end, kind of reverse it so that they then go, of course not, that's of course. And then I can then go into kind of talking to them about it where I asked which one or whatever. But she's busy. Yeah. No, I I feel you. So um, I'm curious... The thing that I'm thinking about right now is what you just mentioned of like you really want them to feel, you want the prospect to feel like, oh, hey, like I, like you understand them, right? And the way that you approached it was you talking a lot. I'm almost wondering what would it look like if you, what would it look like for you to put Leslie in the position for her to share what's going on? So, so, and so here's what I mean by this is like you've got your opener, like you've got the like, hey, do you have 30 seconds with a permission-based opener, right? Yes. And then you start talking about all these different things. And like I had put a timer on when you were probably 30, 45 seconds in, and then there's still another 15 seconds before you got to the question. So let's just imagine that you are talking, you are talking for probably a minute or more, and Leslie has only said hello. So if the intention is I want them to like look at me as somebody who can identify with them, you're not doing that by you talking the entire time, right? So I think there's a, there needs to be an opportunity for you to, instead of you saying, hey, here are all the challenges, 
there within your opener, there needs to be a way for Leslie to share what the challenges are. And then from there, you can start to ask some questions about like, all right, what does that look like? So for example, like making it very specific, it might be like, hey, so I'll just give you my take. It's like, hey, hey, Leslie, I know you're calling you out of the blue. Did you, did you have a quick moment to chat? Yes. Awesome. Cool. All right. Hey, Leslie, I was doing a little bit of research on Sell Better. I saw that y'all have grown quite a bit within the sales team, leading sales enablement as well. Um, I'm hearing that one of the challenges is that managers don't have a lot of time to coach up their reps and it's having a long-term impact. Here, how are you approaching that? Okay. Like, how are you, so you might just say one little challenge, right? But like, hey, how are you going about this today? And she might go, hey, like, that's not a problem for us at all. Oh, hey, like, no problem whatsoever. When it does come to like ramping up or enabling your reps, what's like one area that you think could improve? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I am aware that I do talk a lot in that beginning bit. Um, so that's a really nice way to kind of do what yeah. I want to do, but yeah, because I think the, the biggest piece is it's not, it's not our job as sales reps to tell somebody what their problem is. It's not our job. Our, our role is to ask questions so that when our prospect, like our, the prospect that we're talking to goes, Hey, um, let me tell the prospect is the one to say, Hey, like, here are the problems that I have. Right. And then for once we get, so we have to ask questions that get them to say very explicitly, you know what, honestly, things are working well, but it could be better. Okay. Tell me more about that. Right. Only, only that then and only then can we start to demonstrate credibility. Okay. Right. So like our credibility comes with the questions. Um, and I, I really think that's the biggest part of your call. Like if you can get the opener locked down of no, the first objective should be your prospect needs to start talking within the first 30 seconds of the call. Okay. Right. Otherwise you're going to lose them. Um, and the best way to do this is by like, Hey, like here's the observation that I have about why I'm calling you. Here's maybe a quick little challenge or a value, a challenge statement or a value proposition. You ask a question, how are you going about this today? Or help me understand what this process look like a situational question that opens up the conversation. And then once you have it opened up and they're talking, I think from there, you're going to be much better. But it's almost like you're working too hard at the very beginning of the call. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That uh, makes sense. Yeah. So that's like the first part. I will say like the big things that are, are working a lot in your favor, you got a great phone presence, great tonality, and like that's super duper key. So like keep milking that all day long. And so I think when you can match your your tone, your your presence on the phone, uh, with a approach to the opener and questions that get the prospect to open up a lot more, that's when you're going to see a lot more results coming in. Awesome. Yeah. And in that way as well, like if you get the objection of, hey, like I'm just so busy, reach out to me later. More than happy to. However, Leslie, like one of the things that you told me is you're trying to solve this challenge within the next three months. By the time I call you, like it's still going to be there. Is there really no way that we can't find like 10 minutes to chat before then. Yeah, nice. I like it. Okay. But yeah, you got to get them to say it out loud versus you being like, let me jam the shit down your throat. <laughs> I told myself I wasn't going to swear. Whoops. Dang it. No, nope, that was me. Listen, lump of coal. Um, okay. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you again. Really great feedback, I think. And um, I, I get like just reinforce that 
the tone, like keep the tone. I really liked the pace, but again, like interjecting, like letting let the, letting the conversation volley back and forth. And I think it'll be a huge differentiator, a huge game changer. Thank you so, so, so much for yeah, volunteering to come on. Yeah. Thank you. It's been brilliant. Message thank us you. after too. We'll, yeah. We'll special something for you. Yeah. Super easy to like literally just one switch up on the opener and it makes a world of difference. It'd be different if like you sounded terrible and had a really annoying, awful presence on the phone, but that's not the case. You're so easy to talk to. And you got a great accent. Thank you. (laughs) We will chat with you soon. Thank you, Alan. Everybody snaps for Alan. Hi. Really quick. um, I think this brings up a great point in the conversation to just thank our sponsors. So thank you so much to JB Sales, Nooks, and Wonderway for making this show possible and free every single day. I actually have an offer from Wonderway. Um, They are a call coaching AI tool. We'll stick it in the chat. You can upload 20 of your calls. We did some with James Buckley and it assesses your calls and gives you real-time feedback. So you can use this as a rep, as a manager, um, get some coaching, see where you're missing. It's very, very cool. Uh, So we'll link that in the chat for ya. And we have our second caller. Get your favorite emojis ready again. Um, Anything that's bowling themed, I think would be appropriate. GB and our next caller, Richmond, had a bowling showdown not long ago. And so I think that there's um, there might be some beef to be settled here on the cold calling court. <laughs> no beef. No beef whatsoever. No, no, no. Oh, all, all beef. All beef. You, <laughs> you had three strikes in a row after I messed up every single one. No way. Yeah, yeah. Out of, after, out of, after he was trying to talk a whole bunch of smack, too. I was like, no. Listen. Nobody asked you to start a fight. Hey, you got to get the competition going. And here we are. And here we are a month later. You didn't even know that this was going to happen. But Richmond, thank you so much for joining us. Richmond is an AE selling a sales engagement platform, typically calling sales leaders. So I'm going to play myself, the VP of sales at Sell Better. Um, And Richmond, anything before we get started? Yeah, out of the frying pan into the fire. Um, Looking forward to this hard cold call. And uh, yeah, shout out the uh, the John Barrows thing too. I have this little coin he gave me. So he does a great job. So better does a good job. So. Love John. Let's do this. Okay, are you ready? As much as I can be. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi, Leslie. This is Richmond with Conquer. How have you been? Uh, hey, doing well. Do I know you? Yeah, hey. Let, I totally get this out of the blue. But nobody likes getting a cold call, especially on a Friday. But could I briefly explain why I'm reaching out to you specifically? Uh, sure. I I got a few minutes. Hey, I great. I appreciate that so much. But the reason I'm calling you today is I'm following up on a recent email, Leslie. That um, does the name Conquer ring a bell to you? I'm at, I think it's a city that I've been to once or twice. <laughs> I wish the name was uh, the Conquer was a city that I was from. That would be super cool. No, but uh, to be honest with you, I did notice. That Sell Better is using Salesforce. And we're a partner to Salesforce. I know many companies like Sell Better are looking to consolidate tech, and it's a big deal to VPs like yourself. I was curious to see if consolidation on your sell of your sales tech was in your three, six, maybe year roadmap. 
Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, I, I think it's something that we're always focused on. People don't want to leave one screen. Um, yeah, it's definitely uh, probably on the three year. On the three year. Wow, that's a, that's a long roadmap. I know on LinkedIn is a massive hot topic. And typically when I do see companies that are using Salesforce, they want to use it for their initial use as their central command center, right? And before sharing more about that, Leslie, I'm curious to know what's your sales engagement platform you might be using today? Yeah. Um, hey, I, I'm i headed into a meeting in like four minutes, so I don't know if we can get into all the details, but we're using Salesforce. And Yeah, no. Oh, and SalesLock. Okay, that's great. I've used them before as well in my previous role. They do a great job, you know, with by themselves. But when you bring that over to Salesforce, are you experiencing anything on your end that you wish, if you had a magic wand, you could, you know, look to do better? Yeah, I mean, um, we have some challenges like matching up the data and getting all of the right information or the data that we want to to come across. And then just having people leave a platform is always like getting people to log things correctly, capture all the right information. Yeah, there's some yeah plus, plus your research is on one place and your Salesforce on the other place or your sales ops in the other place. You got to consistent, consistently switch apps to be able to make these calls happen. And I get that. Re Salesforce even did a study that reps are spending over 70% of their time doing admin work inside of Salesforce instead of selling. And in this study, it's getting worse year over year. So in that three-year mark hits, uh, it's going to be an interesting place for you to be in. But how are you planning to help automate your team um, and before those three years uh, happen up? Yeah, um, would love to continue this conversation. Just going to have to be another time. Oh, okay. Well, Curious on, on why you said that. I feel like we're get, catching some uh, some some good leeway here and enjoying talking to you. I, mean, I was just telling you, I have a meeting in four minutes. I got to like fill up my coffee, got to do all this stuff. But hey, um, I'll try to catch me back another time. Okay. Gotcha. Since we have one more minute left, let's do this. Um, let's set a placeholder for us to, to connect for 10 minutes. I saw a lot of good nuggets here and would love just, uh, you know, you and I just do a light networking call and see whatever you know, places we can fit because. I mean, previous companies have used sales lock. No, you can track back Tuesday it. at three o'clock Eastern. Tuesday at three o'clock. All right. Is your email Leslie at sellbetter.com? I'm going to go, go ahead and send a placeholder for you so we can, uh, we can actually give this in the calendar. I live by that. Live and breathe by that. Yeah, XYZ. Thanks so much. Gotcha, Leslie. Talk to you soon. Bye. God. Shoot. <laughs> Almost said the demo. You gotta follow How do you up. feel? How do I feel? Yeah. I'm all right. Of course, not the 45 minute demo I was hoping for. I know. I want to. I'm also paying attention to the the time here. I want to make sure we have enough time to give you some feedback. You did an awesome job, GB. You want to jump in? Yeah, I would want. So I think you did a good job. You have getting some kind of next steps, um, and. You do a great job of like keeping the conversation going as well, like asking questions, but also like not allowing. You say, like Leslie's like trying to get off the phone. You're like, yeah, I hear your concerns, but like we're gonna keep this conversation going. So we we love we love the confidence on that one. Um, I I feel like there's opportunities to like take the call to the next level. So with this, it could be I, I think there's a, there's a few few different opportunities. There's one in your opener, not to just sound like a, a broken record but for a cold call i think the opener is like the most key thing in the entire world but um you ask the like hey how are you and then you do a permission-based opener and then you get into like your reason for calling 
I'm of the mindset of like either do a hey how are you and get to the point or do a permission-based opener and get to the point like I, I think like it, it took about 39 seconds before you got into the like what is the reason for actually calling so finding some opportunities to like cons- like to to consolidate like the, the first part of your call I think it'd be one area to explore um and then I think just one thing that I I wasn't really quite sure of is like what y'all do or what the value proposition was um exactly and so I wonder what it would look like even to uh quickly just say like hey like here like maybe like the top three areas of value or top three challenges that prospects like you Leslie are having that lead them to come to conquer just curious how are you going about this right I, I just I, I I struggle to figure out what exactly like what y'all were doing and how you would help out other than like consolidating a tech stack which is pretty general so it's like the only I think that's like just an area to explore and that might allow you to open up a conversation a bit but overall again like you get the meeting you got a next step um you kept the conversation going which is pretty key and like again it would just be like a couple of things there that i think can help open up the conversation a bit more yeah number like one of the number one things that i'm seeing reps doing is like the first challenge that they face they're like okay thanks and bye and you did like you just kept pushing forward and having the conversation i would just be cautious of like making sure that there's that continuation like you could have said i know you have a meeting you know, because I said I had a meeting to go to, like you could have thrown that in there just to show that you're listening. Um, and it like goes a long way. People feel like, oh yeah, he heard what I said. Um, anything, any other questions from your side? No, not not much. I know getting to that value as soon as possible is a great idea. What I was really trying to do is build out a pain and then hit him with it and ask me what I Because if you don't ask like, you ask a girl out, they don't ask your name back. That means they don't really, they're not very interested in what you have to say. Yeah. Yeah. There's like so many ways to like approach cold call. So like anything that I'm going to recommend, it's not like, oh, you absolutely have to do this. Totally. And um, like I, I, the way I coach my reps is like, just keep it kind of simple. Like have your like, hey, like, you know, your intro, hey, hey, Leslie, it's, it's GB, right? Like you have your reason for reaching out. Like I saw this, like, was led to believe that like, you are the person responsible for it, whether it's a value prop or a challenge statement. So if it's like, hey, I, I know you're doing this. We have a solution that makes it a little bit easier, faster. I'm just curious, though, how are you going about this today? Most of the time, people don't even know what you're talking about. And they're like, wait, what am I? What? What's happening? And that's totally fine if they respond that way. They're at least engaged in the conversation. And the next step could be, hey, so like um, we're helping customers do these three things. Right. Like whether it's um, uh, speed up time to ramp, uh, eliminate, like, you know, eliminate a lot of hands on manual time that reps have are doing, as well as like get some cost savings back or eliminate some tech, some tech debt. Just curious, though, like, are y'all having conversations or what kind of conversations are y'all having internally about this? Like, so just to kind of ground it in, but it gets the person engaged, gets them talking. They're like, wait, who is this? What's going on? And they're probably going to respond. Wait, what's your company name? And they're going to be Googling it off to the side, right? Like, wait, what's the name again? Awesome. Like, yeah, so, and then, um, and especially if you have a technology that people aren't super familiar with as well, you're going to you need to do a lot more educate. Like, I know you had those, like, data points, those insights. 
Um, but if it's like, hey, like here's like top two problems that people are having that are valuable or that we can deliver value in. Um, I'd love to talk to you about like what's look like for you exactly. Do you have some time? Those kinds of things can help out a lot. It's awesome. Yeah, guys, so I do appreciate the feedback. That's that's killer stuff, guys. I, yeah, extrapolate what's going on. That's uh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think in our inbox too. We'll connect with you back on that same email. Get a little, get a little something special coming your way. You did great. Thank you, everybody. Another, another emoji shower. This is my favorite part. Let's just see all the weird emojis that come out. You know, you show. Um, if anyone has questions about cold calling you can go ahead and stick them in the q a section down at the bottom there the nice little q a chat i did see a few things in the chat that i just want gb to get your thoughts feelings opinions on um because a lot of the calls that we make don't always get answered do you have like a typical voicemail that you're leaving do you subscribe to voicemails yes yes (laughs) yes yes so uh, funny enough, my team and I were just having a conversation about this. Um, so this is just what I've observed. I have no way to actually connect the dots. So my theory is the, or here's what I've seen is the reps on my team who've had the highest email reply rate are also the ones who are more likely to leave voicemails. And so the voicemails are a way to get people to check the email inbox. And so the voicemail itself is can be really simple. It's like, hey, Leslie, this is Gabrielle over from Culture Amp. I sent you over an email. Email address is gabrielle.blackwell at cultureamp.com. You can also give me a call back at number. Again, Gabrielle from Culture Amp sent you over an email. Uh, cool. Right. So higher response rate. You're driving yes. more. And you know what I just realized? It is, we're only had a 30 minute show today. So I yeah. know some people are having to leave and I am sorry that I didn't respect that time block on your calendar. If you have something else there, I feel terrible. So I'm going to go ahead and say, GB and I, you can grab our LinkedIn's in the chat. We would love to continue this conversation. GB has amazing content, especially for sales leaders who are still on the call. You can check out her newsletter also. We do the show every single day, coming back at you on Monday. I'm with um, Jen Allen and Will Aiken. We're talking about cold email openers. GB, thank you so much. And to Allen and Richmond, oh my gosh, huge props. Thank you guys for being on the show. We will reach out to you. And everyone, thank you for joining in today. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, Allen. Thank you, Richmond. Bye, guys. Bye.